Welcome to Requiem of the Outcast, coming to you live via your computer every month, bringing all the best in fan audio, web reviews, and all the tips and tricks for creating and promoting your projects. We're here to help you tell Hollywood, hey, nice try, but we'll take it from here. All right, Rich, you're the intro, man. No, 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 no. New groupie. New dude. New dude. <laughs> Speaking of groupie, well, no. my mom and I bought our big white go-go boots for Stormtrooper groupie costumes. Oh, sweet. We just got to get the shirts now. I look forward to seeing them. <laughs> <laughs> always, always looking for new groupies. <coughs> my mom was like, Ron, you need two groupies. I was like, no, Mom. You better go find your own trooper. He's mine. He gets want. one groupie. The thing with Dave doing the intro, everybody else we've always had do the intro, they've actually heard the episode before. I heard our shows before. You've never heard the show. You're you absolutely right. You sound good. Exactly. Um, yeah. But you let Ron do an intro. I'm the guest. We do intros all the time, actually. But but Ron That's did an intro before he ever heard the show. Did I? Oh, was that the first episode? Ron hadn't heard a sh- My dear Rich, Ron didn't hear an episode until we were about six or seven in. <laughs> That's true. I never listened to the episodes after the... No, but he was already in a flow and stuff like that. All right. Yeah. Good point. All right, Rich, you haven't introed in a Mixed while. Mixmaster Rich. Yes, I have, I have not intro. You know, we could do a scary intro, because this is the 13th episode. <gasps> is it really? And it's the Halloween o- episode. And it's for October. We just oh. got done recording the costuming episode. <gasps> scary. Ooh. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> China. scary. No. No. You know what's really scary? Is some of the people you see at Dragon Con. Dragon no, Con? Why no, this happens Eddie to be? Con that you go to. But Dragon Con particularly. No, actually, the smaller cons are scarier. No, we had a booth next to a guy who made fangs. Yeah. And so, I've seen that if guy. you can imagine the people who came to look at our wares while they were waiting, waiting to get their, their fangs teeth. made, um, this one lady started telling our 14 year old foster son all about. Her, um, how she had to come get her fangs fixed because she had been a bad slave the night before and had been giving so many <laughs> that her fangs broke. And my mom said, do you realize she's 14? And she, her jaw dropped and we saw her broken fang. And <laughs> she beelined it out of there. That was tame. Yeah, I actually know the guy that was making those fangs. He, 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 he was at a, I, I never... I don't like the guy. I mean, so I'm not getting names here. Never heard the um, F word so much. I'm a Marine. That's saying I a lot. met him. I met him at MobyCon for the first time, and he had put a set of things in the auction. Needless to say, they did not sell. But yeah, um, yeah, well, I know that guy. Booming business. Oh, yeah. Mostly oh, yeah. from, no, and you know what? Mostly from people's things breaking, breaking actually needing to fix them. The the best guy um, that does fangs, I can't remember his name right now because it's been a while. I think, I think his, his, he goes by the name Grey Wolf or something. He was in, he was in a, he was in an accident, but he makes the best fangs. And just hopefully this this coming year, he's finally going to be hitting the cons again because he's actually recovered enough. But supposedly he makes the best fangs. I mean, he makes them; they don't break. Again. You know, and, and speaking of fangs, <laughs> after I've had to edit that all of that out for content, we digressed. We digress again. Really? Yes. I never would have guessed. Yes. This is what we do on this show. Really? Apparently it bugs people. Well, you know, maybe if I actually could listen to an episode, I'd know this. You know what? (laughs) Perhaps you would know quite a bit about this if you'd actually listened to any of the episodes. And uh, speaking of the person who was speaking, 
Mr. David Beauchamp, of course, is back on the show. Much to my annoyance. For, for, for my the, fourth time. Th- this will be your fourth time. You were Your third time is the costume episode. He talks about many, himself many, more than I talk about myself. It's and so annoying. Davey, how, many, how many of the shows have you actually listened to? Uh, none. <laughs> right. I mean, okay, come on. I mean... So he has, at this point, been on an infinite number more than he's listened to. Three, exactly. why do you have math on the brain? But, you know, we also happen to have somebody else in the room with us. Me. Besides you, Mr. Dave Anderson. Davey and Dave. Davey and Dave. Easy to remember. So, now, of course, uh, Dave Anderson, you are the the recruiter for the 500 First. What is your actual job title? I'm Garrison Membership Liaison. Why I, don't I, they just say recruiter? Yeah, well, it sounds loftier. But yes, I'm a Garrison <laughs> Membership Liaison. I speak to the higher-ups. The Why don't Legion they just command. say, look around? And Yeah, and uh, that's what I do. It's, it's, it's not a lot, but... It's what you got. It's what I got. And if you'd like more information yeah, on him, I you cover. Can... <laughs> yeah, all Davy's got to cover. Davy's an author without a cover. But let me tell you something. No, I'm with an author cover. with a cover. No, without with a cover without a book. And let me tell you something. He has gotten more mileage out of that cover than ninety percent of the authors out of there out there get out of their books. No, no, no. <laughs> I have only had a cover for probably two show two cons, and that was Trinock and Dragon. So and every other what the hell time, were you at Con Carolinas for? My book. <laughs> Which didn't exist <laughs> yet. Exactly. But, but wait, wait, there is an update on that situation, is there not? Uh, yeah. Um, were you saying something about Dave? Well, I was. I'll get back to him in okay. just a moment. You know, we always have to digress to me. Because they're trying to stop that. <laughs> it, always, it always comes back. It always you know, this, back show, back. this show used to be about me. Now he's always on it. I don't like this. I don't like the direction hey, the show's is, taking, Rich. It's Earl's fault. Earl started this. So you have a problem. Ever since freaking Con Carolinas, you've got your little famous author friends. Ooh. Oh, look, I made a fan film. Ooh. Ever since, ever since Rich started giving Earl his back rubs and stuff, he's just freaking... And his little but Earl love Josh, Josh in the bed. I mean, come on. <laughs> but you know, I still don't get calls from Richard LaPomontier. I haven't in, uh, in a long time, but you used like, to. Oh, and that's Lena. because he thought my mom and was hot. No, he thought you were hot. hot. He met you yeah, first. Yeah, <laughs> But, of course, Davey has a book now, and, of course... Uh, he's a pretty old man. Yes, he is. <laughs> that was when we met him. Too. How you doing? How you yes, doing? and if you want to be able to get the book in its limited release. Are we still talking about you? Yes, we are. <laughs> Check out my website. I'll explain how to get the book right now in limited release before it goes na- national in um, December. But you can get it from just about any bookstore now. But what's your website? You're going to make me say it? Yeah. It's longer than your book. Come yes, on, it, is. it is. It is. Right now. And it's w- the only w- thing. www.hintai.com. No, no. Elizabeth? No, that's Sean's. And it's the only, thing, it's the only thing he's actually got published at this point. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. You know, I'm like, I'm like, you have work out there. but Yeah, but actually, Dave, come Monday. Jump in. I'm. Yeah. Come Monday, this Monday, I'm actually going to have the books before anybody else because I've been the bitchiest author at my publishing you company. You a bitch? No. Damn straight. Jamie right. is the squeakiest wheel. Oh, uh, You know, speaking of having people that uh, have never listened to the show before, 
I, I feel that we almost need to do like an introduction to new listeners because we've gotten quite a few new listeners over our our uh, really? interviews with Alan Dean. I, yeah, I, I don't so. feel. I feel with that Alan we Dean don't Fox have. I feel like that. we need to work at offending more people, Rich. You know, we 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 have been misconstrued into offending certain people, and to those people, we just want to say, you know what? We didn't mean anything. But I did. Well, Zinine probably did, but. <laughs> And, you know, we're not going to go into the specifics as to no, what. No, I didn't. You didn't mean I'm not know. a mean-spirited person. But, no. I'm no, generally, no. I'm generally quite pleasant. Generally. No. But <laughs> Enough out of you! Do you want to sleep on the freaking curb? Okay, I did at, um, Con Carolinas. Hey, I thought I, they I, paid he slept, for he slept you in to the be lobby, there. Yeah. Not Con. The big author. <laughs> but... But I think that we need to do an introduction to all these new listeners. Just kind of what we do and how we do it, especially for our two gentlemen in the room here. Okay, so but, we're uh, going to each talk about our roles is what you're saying? No. Well, not so much our roles. Well, we we actually to, could do that. Yeah, let's do that, and then you give an overview. Okay. We, okay, go ahead. Okay, Ron is a non-fan. I am a He's, non-fan, and, I, and I'm here to keep my wife from getting way out of line. <laughs> so you cracked the whip. Yes. I cracked the whip. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't do it very well. Stick in the mud. I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Ron's yeah. whole purpose on this show is to say the really bad jokes with the occasional winner. That's true. I have I have a moment of brilliance like once every three months. Well, you are the Andy Ricker yeah, of our show. But didn't That's you true. have a few good moments in the Try Knock one? Because I... Since I didn't listen, I don't know for sure. Oh, I had several good moments in the China. Yeah, that was you know no, that was no, a fun everybody interview. Agreed it depends that. on how that tired was, you were. That was time. a fun interview. That was a good interview. Was, yeah, I actually well, I think we, I might have used up my quota for like six months all at once. Yeah, yeah, but this is the second time we've really been able to interact, so you never know. They well, might start knocking out of the ballpark. Long story short, Ron is the non-fan bad joke king. Now, I, Rich, myself, um, I happen to be the guy who uh, composes the show. But I I try to He's lead the show. He's a producer and editor. I try to lead the show. I do all the work. I try to lead the yes, show and direct the show. And of course, Janine here. The key word there being try. Try, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I Fail oftentimes. Like, I don't try feel like I should hard. have to introduce myself. I feel like people should already know who I am, or they're just they just suck and shouldn't listen. It really well, that scares kind of me. What Our Janine attitude does. is so similar. It's like I don't need to introduce myself. I have other people to introduce me. Why you don't you tell entourage. them who I am, Rich? Janine is the super fan, and she's eye candy. Now. <laughs> Not tonight. No, she's eye candy. Yeah, she's Trust eye candy. Me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like you again, Davey. <laughs> well, you are eye candy. Oh. I mean, I, I gotta say, out of all the all the female co- costumes that I saw at Dragon, you were the hottest in costume wow. that night, that Saturday night. I you were the hottest. You were pretty concert. freaking drunk, though. Yeah, but you know, you were pretty hot. <laughs> You were pretty freaking drunk. I know it was. Are I you mean, sure that the dude in the kilt wasn't hotter? I was about to say, I thought I, I was the hottest thing. I got a picture of you hacking on him. Oh, I, I do. I have pictures of that, too. Yeah. But I say. Janine wasn't wearing the kilt. That was Ron. I know Ron was wearing the kilt. She was wearing the very sexy, you know, elven dress. That's true, she was. I never have thought of that dress as sexy. Hey, see, I'm totally in love with Arwen. I mean, she's the bomb. Liv Tyler. True. She could do no wrong. Empire Records. Yeah. Now, yeah. That was filmed oh. in Wilmington, and I've never seen that. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I hear they're filming parts of the Caribbean, too, in Wilmington. What, are they on Dawson's Creek? I don't know. No, no, I'm just telling I'm, you, I heard that today. Um, I'll, I'll find out for sure, because <laughs> yeah. I, I know the people that were, would be working Why on it. Why don't you do that for us? There, I baby. will. Get just us, for you. Get us on there. Work yeah. the Beauchamp yeah. Magic. 
All right, now. Talk about you I know, can't like, need car doors opening for me, shutting for me. <laughs> oh, gosh. He thinks he thinks because I can press the button on the van and open the door automatically, it happens because of the Beauchamp magic. No, no. You know you know he's only a librarian, really. Hey, I'm almost a teacher. He didn't Don't write the book. He was just, it was just a late one that he didn't want to turn in, and he just <laughs> changed the cover. He just clipped pieces from several books. Pasted them on the There's like a thousand books. There's like a thousand books there with words missing. <laughs> I've actually wanted to do that. Like go through random books in the library and like taking a sentence from each one and just see what happens. Like a total experiment book. Oh, wow. That would probably suck. It'd be very much like beat Nick poetry back mm-hmm. in the day. Where they just sometimes It'd be very much like, like reading The Unvanquished. Or like yeah. So I Married an Ex-Murderer, the beginning part. Yeah, exactly. Love, yes, I love So I Married an Ex-Murderer. One of my favorites. He puts a dick of chemical chicken to make it crave it fortnightly. Smart ass. I yeah. hated the colonel with his weedy eyes. Oh, that smug look on his face. Oh, you're getting by my chicken. Which is our next thing. We make oh, yeah. a lot of obscure movie references. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do not expect you to get them all. We expect ourselves to get them all. And if you have any questions about them, feel free to email me. I'll tell you exactly Such what. For instance, oh, if you ever hear me... This is very important. For instance, if you ever hear me speak with a lisp and talk about doing it up the butt, then I am speaking as the latest man. Played by Tim Meadows on Saturday Night Live. And if you don't know what that is, then then go rent some copies of Saturday Night Live or the movie or the movie or the movie The Ladies Man with and Will Ferrell because everybody thinks if, he's the Canadian Messiah. And if you still get offended by the reference, then 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 you're a big stupid head, and we don't like you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Now the Gay Yoda references you'll hear occasionally. That was due to a. Um, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, which, let's face it, you are supposed to be a homosexual character to do. And this was done at Con Carolinas. And we were all given sci-fi characters, and we had to make Spock look uh, look strapping. And, and, and I was saddled with Yoda as the Yoda character, and I had to do a gay Yoda. <laughs> so... Uh, if you hear uh, references to the gay Yoda, it's, be, it's due to some improv that we did at Con Carolinas. Other things you'll find from us are Monty Python references. Constantly. Which, if you don't like it, you know what? Every interview we've ever done, it's always been brought up by the uh, interviewee, not the interviewer. Not mine. That's because we don't like you, Dave. Well, I hate Python. Well, get it's out of my house. Oh, yeah, you're a get out of my house. Right. <laughs> you long-haired no, no. hippie communist. Get out of my house. I like Python, but I don't love Python. Okay, well, that, you it, have, it, a, you have a healthy respect. You know, okay. okay, okay, but you said you didn't like them, which... Yeah. Well, I wanted to provoke a reaction. Well, it's the, same, it's the hair. same as when we call Ron the non-fan. I mean, let's face it, he's got Stormtrooper armor. I yes. think that we have converted him at this point. I think so. I think that's a win. That's a win for us. That is... Another yeah. one to the dark side. Yes. Also, you yeah. can uh, you can expect uh, every episode of Mel Brooks reference. Particularly Always. Blazing Saddles, but Blazing we tend Saddles. to go into others. And which which is kind of odd that we don't do more space balls, really. Somebody's <laughs> going to have to go back and get a load of <laughs> Excuse me a while. Mongo don't know. Yeah. Mongo only pun in Game of Life. Is it true what they say about your people? <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> du hast all of mein Leben. <laughs> Don't make a German spectacle of yourself, baby. <laughs> Nobody moving it now. <laughs> We'd like to give a laurel and hearty welcome to our new 
Oh, you know, we probably have just offended a whole new set of listeners. But that's okay. Probably. Because yeah, that's what we do. But we do include other Mel Brooks references. For instance, it's good to be the king. True. That's yeah. a good Talk about it. You can't talk about anything. <laughs> yes, so. I'm going to a Jewish wedding in December. I'll make sure I bring this episode. As the gift. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're just quoting Mel Brooks, man. That's right. And and you know we 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 never mean to offend. We just want to have fun, and I we do. think that. To, well, you want to offend creators, um, but when it comes to listeners, True. we don't mean anything to offend. We believe that people should just take comedy for what it is. Find the humorous quality in it. If except for Trekkies, I hate all the Trekkies, okay, and I try to offend them as much as possible. Even though you are a big one. I am not a Trekkie. You are a big Trekkie. Well, I, I, I at least respect the Klingons. Because whenever I see them at a con, they're always doing a charity event. That's true. They're always doing some sort of charity event, and sometimes it's for animals. Speaking shelters. of Klingons, I'm wearing my Klingon headpiece right now. And I'm pretty sure right that now. most of them have given away their teeth to charity, so. <laughs> Not their Klingon teeth. <laughs> they're <laughs> real teeth. <laughs> but see, that's what we're talking about. You know, we made a joke. It would seem at the expense of them, but it's not, because we know it's not really true. We're just cracking a joke. We're trying to get people to laugh, and that's what's important. If we could just point something out... Um, yeah, we make fun of people, and we're mean and harsh, but if you listen beyond that, <laughs> oftentimes it's pointed at ourselves. Yes, look at the humor at it. You know, if anything, 9-11 has taught us, it's that life is too short. Get over yourself and just laugh. And I think that enough has been said on that crap. If you don't like it, stop listening. All right. You're talking about Reno 9-11. And meanwhile... Yes, exactly. oh, precisely. Reno! <laughs> the, the time that Lieutenant Dangle went in, and everybody thought he was going to... Speaking of that show, yes. there was such a great costume at Dragon Con. There were three great costumes at Dragon whole, Con. But the gay guy was the best. Yeah. Well, I got pictures with all of them. They he were my new buddies. Gay. Well, you do have a huge gay contingency. We are reaching out to the gay community by having you on here. Those guys that dressed up? Bloodfin Garrison, 501st. Thank you. Thank you. Are you serious? 501st? I, I, uh, scared. No I scared the blonde. All from Indiana, Indianapolis, by the no way. Kid. So you know. wow. Yeah. So yeah, no kidding. Wow. So I guess he'll be in celebration. Well, I think I you're going to be dressed between the 991, though. He was great. In celebration. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, it's yeah. the Reno guys! Yeah, they were really good. Celebration. Will we be seeing Pimp Stormtroopers there, Dave? You know, it's going to be an all-out festival at that point. I think we're going to see costumes... We've never even thought of. What about the uh, what about the uh, sexy royal guard with her shashaka showing? You know what? I think you're gonna see a lot more. <laughs> wait, 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 did you say you her Shawshank Redemption showing? <laughs> I just used what? a really what? dirty Portuguese what? word. Oh, okay. She, is that what? like China? Well, uh, yeah, she, or the dirty arches? China. She had a, we saw her for definitely. City, okay? She definitely had had. I will agree with you. Yes, that will. Nice. That that's, like, that's like me at Phantasm. Let's put it this way. My foster son, um, we call him our foster son, but he's, he's not. Um, his parents were his mom. Long story short, he finished out the school year here and lived with Ron and I. And so he went back home, and he's not, like, in the system or anything. That, like that's that. Will the Disembodied Voice. That is Will the Disembodied okay. Voice. And he, moving on. Moving on. Anyway, we took this. Uh, he, he saw this really great... Uh, in his opinion, 14-year-old boy opinion, really great, sexy royal guard that he wanted a picture with. So I take it, and we look after later, and I realize, wow, you can see everything. She wow, shaves that's where everywhere. 
You can see China and, and the Golden Arches. And I was so freaked out that his parents were going to kill me. And then, of course, his dad saw the picture and went, All right, Will! You saw the of this picture? And, I've and, got yeah, it. and just to put that out, by the way, okay. that's awesome. Nikki, and she's Florida 501st. Thank you, 501st. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, 501st. You know what, Ian? I, lo- I love the costume. She also had a bikini Leia costume. Once again, 501st. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and a uh, midriff bearing sexy uh, stormtrooper. Once again, 501st. That's 501st.com. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have, yeah, we have them on the computer. Okay, because I was going to see if you had them on CD. I could just burn them straight to my computer. Yeah. I'd love to see. You I'll know. just burn you a copy of all of while we're talking. Oh, awesome. <clears throat> okay. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. So, okay. all right. Actually, she I, really I does like me. She doesn't totally hate me. <laughs> No, no, not totally. Not totally, not yet anyway. You'd know. You'd oh, know yeah. if she hated you. She likes you because she jokes with you. If she oh, didn't like you, she... Yes. Yeah. If I didn't like you, you would not be staying in my home. Oh. And that's reality. Oh, yeah. cool. I don't hang out with people I don't like. Oh, I believe I'm the same philosophy. Busy. I'm too busy for that. Yeah. And that's just being honest. I, say, I, don't ha- I don't have any friends, so if I don't like you... I know, I have enough people that hate me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, Rich says that he doesn't script... These things. Yeah, he called no, 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 mad at us I, for I script, saying that. I script for me. Crap. I don't script for you guys. I script for me. The Sci-Fi Wire reports the following quotes from Lucasfilm about additional changes to the films. Lucasfilm spokesman Jim Ward told Sci-Fi Wire that the company strongly defends Star Wars creator George Lucas's right to make controversial alterations to his beloved tri- original trilogy of films in the upcoming DVD release. Oh. It comes down to what Lucas has said constantly. Which is that he very strongly believes in an artist's right to have his work presented in a way he wants it presented. Ward said in an interview at the press preview of the DVD set in Los Angeles, in terms of your own personal art and how you want it to be presented, the artist has the right. That, my friends, is a script. (coughs) And I have to say, I have to defend Lucas's point on that. Okay, what would you say, David? Well, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. I mean, because from being a writer, you know... Sometimes when you look back on something, you can say you can do it better, and you wanted to make the changes. And, you know, I mean, I can I can understand from the artist standpoint how he would want to improve. Okay. Um, and and I agree with you 100. percent But the changes that he made, well, are, they're not weren't, weren't, yeah. weren't slight and superficial. So what's the uh, what's the next subject on our slate, well, there, I, sir? Actually, our our next news bite is about Luke, and this is big news. I, I couldn't leave this out. Lucas confirms a new Star Wars TV series. Yeah. Yay! Now, most people have heard about this by is now. It is it X-Wing? Is it X-Wing? Is well, it X-Wing? all I can say, and this is a news bite from TFN, much like the previous one was, that yesterday TFN was up in Los Angeles for the DVD press day uh, sponsored by Lucasfilm and Fox Home Entertainment. They were pleased to announce that Lucasfilm confirmed officially a Star Wars television show coming in the future. They didn't comment on a setting, whether it was post-episode 3 or post-episode yeah. uh, 6, which is most likely what it's going to be. Um, or the release schedule, but most people expect it yeah. to be uh, fall of 2006. Yeah. That gives them plenty of time for the new movie. You also want another rumor, and too. Um, What's that? And I've actually talked to a few people about it, so you know. And these are people I actually trust. It's not... It looks like the TV show might be a launching point for an entire station that Lucas wants to do. Like an entire cable network. The all like Star Wars LPN? network? I, I don't think it would be like all Star Wars, but I think Lucas want, is eventually heading towards, and from what I understand, a whole network <laughs> station of, you know, stuff that, you know, is either created by him or by his people and stuff like that. 
Wow. Which I mean, which could be really interesting. It could really then open the doors for even yeah, Star Wars more Star Wars. Wars. Unless he winds up doing like a Howard the Duck series. And no, I'm sorry. I loved Howard the Duck. I think it's an entertaining movie. Oh, I love Howard the Duck. Not great by any means, but... I lo- no, not by any means. No, because the thing is... To spend $50 million. No, Howard the Duck was one of the best comic book movies of all time. It was one of the most faithfully adapted, you know, ideas and concepts at its time. Better than the Dolph Lundgren Punisher? Oh, <laughs> oh, come on. Actually, you know, I hate Dolph to say... Lundgren's it. the man. No, honestly, the, the only problem... The only problem with, the, with that Punisher movie was <laughs> is he didn't wear the skull on his chest. Because, I mean... It was a, you, it's a solid 80s yeah, movie. I mean, I mean, but it, when you you really, know what the other problem with that movie was? was it was Dolph Lundgren. No, I mean, He-Man? Yes, yes, he was. Actually, he was. Yes. Now, I mean, if you really boil down the concept of the Punisher... He kills mobsters. That's what Duff Lundgren did in the movie. All he was missing was a skull on the chest. No, that's true. And Speaking I, of chest, does anybody recognize this costume if you do instant cool points? It looks familiar, yes, but I can't place it. No. Why well, do? But it's because you told me. Manos, Manos, the, the Hands of Fate, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Wow. Okay. I, no, no, I never watched I, that show. Okay. I get the reference now, but I'm one of the it. greatest episodes. That dude was, I saw him walking up, and I was like, <laughs> he said, oh, like, me and one other guy had recognized this costume, and that was it. That is sad. We need more MST3K hey, fans hey, out hey, there. If you keep breaking in with the pictures during the episode, we're going to get I know. You're going to fire me. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're going to replace you with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Um, that you. won't happen. <laughs> All right, a- another news bite that's most likely going to get me teased, but uh, this was from SouthernRonin.com. Oh. <laughs> this is a re- no, 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 oh, the no, official is a- uh, love doll is that coming no. out. Hey, wait, no, wait, no. is this is this something that actually came from Southern Ronin? This or is, is this actually something, something that, that came from Southern? Doll told no, you. this is something from <laughs> SouthernRonin.com. Okay, is is the love doll Earl or the man you're in bed with, Josh? No, it, it's the okay, Earl Newton love doll. Yeah, he doesn't Newton need the Josh love doll because he's already been with Josh. Oh, oh God, been there, done that. You know, <laughs> not doing it again tomorrow. You know, you, you you share your bed with a struggling filmmaker that just needs a, a warm place to sleep. He was only struggling because you had him tied up. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh. I saw the rope burns, you know, wow. around his wrists and ankles. I was kind of disturbed, but, you know, hey, you know, luckily... I was insane in that room. T M I. Exactly. No, wait, wait, Just a hint here. You never, you never describe a guy that you spend a night in bed with as struggling. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Nathan, Deanna, you guys are sons of bitches. Yeah. All right. Okay. No, no, this is actual. This is actually from SouthernRonan.com. I just received a call from Mr. George Baker in California. He was calling to notify me that Fall of the Saga has been accepted to the Shocker Fest Film Festival in September 24th through the 26th. Now, the big thing about this is it's a film festival. Um, uh, Fall of the Saga has always been shown at cons, which will take you know quite a few films. Uh, they're really not as picky. But this is the first time that a legit film festival has actually offered to play and invited Fall of the Saga. Now, this actually takes place on uh, September 24th through the 26th. But uh, supposedly the... Um, so this has already uh, happened after you're listening to this. Yeah. But supposedly, um, Fall of the Saga is up for best movie and best director. Oh, nice. So Hats off to you guys. You know you know we love you, actually, even though we poke fun at you. and Josh apparently have loved them really more than anybody. You. Yeah, Rich really uh, He's really poked you. you. Josh, call me. <laughs> <laughs> he love wants to run... Love you, babe. His fingers. And and also... He wants to try it without the struggling this time. (laughs) It's probably not going to be as fun. (laughs) 
He, he has a writing crop ready for you, man. And bamboo. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth? And, and, the, and the final Elizabeth? news bite. And then final news and bite. <laughs> and the final news bite is about a new fan audio coming out called Hunted Relic. Now, it's important for uh, three reasons. First of all, read the script. It's really good. Really? Se- yes. Second of all... Who wrote it? Uh, Casey. Okay. Casey Brown. Okay, cool. Um, second of all, I've got a part in it. Nice. I'm Jedi Master 2. <laughs> I don't Jedi even Master have a name! Two. <laughs> Jedi Master 2, I just got a number. <laughs> What's my last name? I don't know. I don't even it's have a name! Two. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but, uh, and, and of course, the, the cast of characters are Casey Brown, of course, is the main character, as most people are making audios so they can be in it. Uh, Nathan Butler is, as uh, Blaine. Nathan Butler's in a fan audio production? As surprising as it is, it's really a stretch for him. He's trying new ground. Can I ask a question? Is there a fan audio production that Nathan Butler hasn't been in or involved with or... No, there isn't. Um, No. Wait till I write one. I'll make sure he's not involved. (laughs) That's why why he won Best Actress at... uh... (laughs) (laughs) He's got that flexibility. I still think I should have won. I'm better looking than him. You definitely are. But Deanna Atkinson as Zentra. I, myself, as Jedi Master 2. Brian Patrick Stoll as Tetrin, Hezen Nestor as Jarek, Andy Taylor as Vin. You mean Hezen Nestor as a Star Wars name? You're right. They should have gone with Hezen Nestor. Anyway. Andy um, Taylor? Michael Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Nice! I don't get it. Well, gee, Barn, I don't know what we're going to do about these Jedi. Oh, there, Master! He's only got one blaster shot in the gun. Uh, Speaking of blaster, don't let me forget, I keep meaning to ask you this. Do you have a blaster by chance? Yes. Would you mind me borrowing it? No, not at all. Will you bring it? Yes. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. I okay. just want to use it next Saturday. You'll no interrupt no more. Hey! Hey! <laughs> You guys interrupted me like crazy during mine, so you we better just helping. keep your mouth shut. We were helping. Hey, I behaved and during yours. That's true. That is true. I did But behave. I'm not talking to you. Okay. Right. I'm yelling at them. Okay. Right. And okay. Mike, Michael Smith as Necris, Evan Stone as Jorain, Kendra as Jedi Master 1, and Evan Stone again as Jedi Knight. One and, or uh, one as in, you know, cousin of Obi-Wan. One. He's two. <laughs> Jedi yeah, Master one. 1. <laughs> Although I have to say that the coolest uh, name I've seen is Obi Juan Shinobi, and he was the very first Mexican ninja. Nice. <laughs> but uh, but the exactly. But the uh, mo- the most important thing about well, I think the most important thing about Hunted Relic is that Casey Brown was known as the fan from Con- uh, from our uh, panels at Con Carolina. <laughs> yes. Now wait. Oh, dude, you rock! Now he told me he drove all the way from New York. Because of the audio panels at Con Carolinas, and this is also important because, uh, na- of course, uh, does Nathan- he live beneath the surface of the Earth? No, I don't think so. He lives in New York. I know it's close, but <laughs> no, I mean like a basement. No, no. Casey no, actually has so. a life, and <laughs> yes, and he does, and a, a job, and, stuff, and he a still and came to see us. He still came to see us, but see, dude, co- you rock. The cool coolest thing, you? the coolest thing about this I'm is that no, at at. Con Carolinas this year. Um, Casey will be on the audio panel because he's an audio creator as well as cool. a star of a, a audio drama. No, also, that but, means more people I have to share the mic with. Yes, but we'll also have our own and panels. After and after Nathan, like we'll have the Roto panel. I still didn't get to talk. We get our own panel. <laughs> yeah, we, we did last time. 
No, we'll do the we show had from to there. share with Nathan, no, we, and he no, talked to no, more than me. But that was because I was in an interview because of his comic. But anyway, we're not going to do that. But Casey, of course, is going to be a part of that, and we are trying to make Con Carolinas the premier audio con of the country, the world. So if you are an audio creator... Does Ron McClung know this? Not yet. It's a gaming <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a gaming con, oh, because oh, he's a gamer. It was? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, we're taking over. So, we but, are in yeah. charge now. But, but it's but like Mobicon is now the Beauchamp right. Con. Oh, good grief. So if you are an audio creator oh, yeah. or if you've been in an audio Narcissistic. panel, um, please yeah. uh, come to You're a good influence Con Carolinas. for that one. Do what I can, man. That's right. Pinky. <laughs> I have a little clone. Oh, his hair is longer. Yeah, and I'm older than you. True. That's true. And you don't have boobs. That's true. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if I had boobs, I would never leave the house. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but to round off the crew, uh, <laughs> to round off the crew of Hunted Relic, um, uh, the mixer of Nothing Changes and in the anthology episodes of No Way Out and to Overcome. Oh, nothing uh, Changes. Steve Fluarty. Uh, he'll be providing. Why are you yelling at him? He'll be because he's making it funny. He'll be per, well, he will be providing an original score for Hunted Relic. Now, if you want any more information, go to thinicecomics.com slash dense. No, wait, wait, wait. You guys can make fun of the name here, too. Thinicecomics.com. No, I refuse to talk because <laughs> That's it. Oh, sweet irony. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm going to tell you why I refuse to talk. <laughs> I refuse to talk because... If you want more information, go to thinicecomics.com slash bentconcepts. B-E-N-T. Go to StarWarsFanWorks.com. Hey, do we have any good, like, books with names or stories with names to read this time? You know what? We do. Awesome. We are actually... Uh, you know what? Yeah, he wouldn't actually let wait, me see the list ahead no. of time. After, after these trailers that we're going to play in just a second... What set of trailers are we going to play? I don't know, because I'm not editing right now. It's usually like whichever first ones I come well, across. Well, wait. If, if you haven't made them yet, then how are no, we going to No, no, they're them? made. I just don't know what order I'm going to put them in. Uh-huh. See, I do all that in the editing. Oh, but, the magic uh, but, of radio. Exactly. Yeah. But when we get back, we're going to be doing a little bit of Dragon Con stuff. The contests that uh, Janine, you and Cammie did at Dragon Con, um, asking trivia questions of people and giving away free shirts. And after we come back from that, because we'll have some more trailers, you know, got to try to promote people. That's really the, what we're trying to do here. But after we come back with that, we'll have Tales from the Boards, just like we did last last month with the whole... Uh, 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 and, and after that... Let me check. We have we have we have fanfic titles. Your nice, favorite, your favorite that's my part. favorite. So, that's my favorite. So right after we yeah. get back from the trailers and then and then the uh, the Dragon Con stuff and then the more trailers, then we get to do the boards thing. So that's what we're gonna do, okay? Because that's what the clipboard of fun says. The clipboard of I thought it was the script. It's the script. The script of fun. The script of fun. That's what it says. But Rich does the script. No, he doesn't. I script for me. StarWarsFanWorks.com presents Star Wars and Beyond. Warning! Star Wars and Beyond can contain spoilers, serious issues, discussions of a frank manner, guaranteed to be politically incorrect, psychological nudity. Hey man, if it works for Michael Savage, it works for me. Star Wars and Beyond, Episode 2, hosted by Robbie Chastain. Premiering on November 5th, 2004. Scheduled for the episode, an interview with Steve Molman of Star Wars Betrayed Federation and Star Trek Foundation. 
a review of the Star Trek VI Collector's Edition DVD, our roving wrestling reporter Rich Sigfrid with this month's segment, and the countdown to Episode 3 continues with a look back at The Empire Strikes Back, now known as Episode 5. Look for the show on November 5th at StarWarsFanWorks.com. Intercepted a rebel broadcast. Here it is. And welcome to Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Hi, everybody. This is Will Nutay, accompanied by the. Rebel scum. They are in this system. I will deal with them myself. The Emperor himself has requested your presence about this matter. Prepare my shuttle. Yes, my lord. Thy bidding, my master. There is a great disturbance on the internet. I have felt it. The show is Star Wars on Direct. Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Can we communicate with all the Star Wars fans through this show? Not yet, my master. Some fans have never heard the show. They will. It is inevitable. We can use the Force to make these rebel fans tune in live and then take control of Star Wars fandom. They will listen to Star Wars on direct or be destroyed, my master. Good. Good. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> For more information about Star Wars on Direct, visit the website at www.swendirect.com. A ship with no crew falls towards the sun. One crew member has deserted. The other wakes floating deep in space with no memory of who she is or why she's there. The captain, trapped on the bridge's ceiling by intense G-forces, fights to remain conscious as the large craft tumbles end over end. With no escape and no way to stop this enormous craft, seven passengers struggle to reach ship's center as the saboteur among them murders them one by one. Bones Burnt Black, the powerful new science fiction novel by Stephen Ewan Cobb. Fast, literate, compelling. Bones Burnt Black, ask for it at your favorite bookstore today. Ready? Let's go. 
Okay. Now it's recording. We're going to try to find some more victims. Um, we just need to be careful. We don't want people to think that we're uh, getting ready to try to take pictures of their wares, you know? Oh, true. So maybe we should go back out there. All right, we've given two shirts away. So here, Cammie and I are trying to find possible contestants. We're asking them Star Wars questions and giving them T-shirts for winning. So hopefully we'll find someone. Hmm. Look for someone in a Star Wars shirt, anything, anything. So where did all the Star Wars people go? There were a buttload earlier. Well, I, you know, I know they were having a meeting on the, the 10th floor, but, um... Hmm. Oh. Two Star Wars people. Hey, would you mind answering a question for me? Sure. Okay. What object did R2-D2 try to steal back from Yoda with his gripper arm? Oh. Um, it's a stick. No, that's what he beat him with. Oh, okay, never mind. That's not it. I'm not sure. It, it glows. You know, it produces light. A lamp? T-shirt for Requiem of the Outcast, the Star Wars Internet Radio Show. What size are you? Uh oh, large. And there we go. There we go. Here's a large. Hey, we got ourselves a bear Sophie here. Let's go ahead and. Uh... Want to ask her a question? Yeah. Hey. Hi. All right. So we're gonna ask you a question. Okay. Hard oh Lord. Who was described by Yoda as a powerful Jedi? Oh goodness. Anakin. <laughs> What size are you? A small? Again, you in a Requiem of the Outcast t-shirt. If you want to know what the freak Requiem of the Outcast is, the website is on the back. And you guys will be on the October 1st episode, so look up the website. You guys will be on there. Thank you. Just look at the, um... Cammie and I are on the prowl again. There's a couple of dark... Should we ask the black stormtroopers? Yes. Stop, 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 stop. We don't take orders from Joe. Question free stuff. Free, free stuff. stuff. Answer the question. Okay. Whoever gets it right gets a shirt. Oh, damn. Oh, now here's one for them. Here's oh, one no, for them. Wait, is this, is this trivia? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. What type of vehicle did Luke have trouble landing on Dagobah? X-Wing. Oh, oh, they tied. Right out the butt. Woo! They Wait, both did it. Uh, All right, what you get is a Requiem of the Outcast t-shirt. It's a Star Wars internet radio show. It's got the Imperial cog on it, so it has a Star Wars shirt. And if you guys tune into the October 1st episode, you will be on it answering your trivia questions. Awesome. Yay! So thank okay. you. <laughs> All right, we're looking for some more victims. There's a TK. There's a TK? Where? Oh, let's go ask the TK. Oh, and it's not just any TK. He's a sand trooper, right? Oh, he's doing pictures. Hey, we got that, we got that stuff, too. Halt and stuff. Hi there, TK. You want to answer a question for us? Sure. I am. Oh, let's see. No cheating or looking. Or I'll kill you with my lightsaber. Okay, what, which droid tells Anakin, I would prefer it if, it, if I were a little more completed? <laughs> and he said, C-3PO, yeah, you got me, you got me, you got me. 
What does he win, Cammy? He wins a T-shirt. Oh, a requiem of the Outcast T-shirt with the Imperial Cog on it. So you know it should fit right in with your outfit, and it's white. You know. There we go. And if you want to know what the heck Requiem of the Outcast is, go to the website, and you will be on the October first episode. Okay. Thank you. Right. Well, we got ourselves a junkie here, Cammy. Would you mind answering a question for us? Oh God, here we go. Okay. Nothing from just just movies, no licensed fiction or anything like that. Just answer uh, the just... question. Oh my goodness, should it be a hard one? You think? He says he's a junkie. We'll start with the hard one. If he I... truly is, he can answer it. Oh good lord. These are really hard. Okay. I don't do fan fiction and I don't do licensed fiction. This is all from the Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. Oh okay. Okay, we got it right. <laughs> What vecnoid outcast has the longest pair of pod race engines in the Phantom Menace race? Say that, that again. Right? Vecnoid? Vecnoid outcast has the longest pair of... I'm not going to know whoa, that. Whoa. Don't ask him that crap. That's, that's from episode, episode that's one. That's episode one. You want original trilogy? I'm hey, I'm a classic trilogy okay. purist. Okay, we okay, got okay. one for you. All right, all right. Um, what object did R2-D2 try to steal back from Yoda with his gripper on? His uh, flashlight, his torchlight. Yeah! Wreck Me the Outcast is a Star Wars internet radio show. You will be appearing on our October 1st episode for you to really? download. Well, thanks. I appreciate thanks for your help. Anytime. Yeah. Nice saver. We've got some beautiful dolls here. These are oh, gorgeous. please tell me I didn't see that. Right. That's oh. episode three. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm spoiler free. Oh, those? No, that, actually, that's from the Dark Empire comic series. Oh, that's Leia. So okay. You're, so cool. you're fine. All right, I'm good. Which is pregnant? From Dark yeah. Empire. Leia. When she had... When she was carrying um, uh, Jason and Jaina. So here's the question. Who was Chewbacca told to protect before Han Solo was frozen in carbonite? Leia. Leia! Princess Leia! Yay! What does she get, Cammy? She gets a t-shirt. There you go. Requiem of the Outcast. <laughs> Looks like we found ourselves a Jango Fett. Obviously an Imperial guy of some sort. Yeah, I think maybe we could go ask the Django Fett a question. Yeah, let's ask the Django Fett a question. Yes. Right, Mr. Django Fett. Okay. Ooh, that's a tough one. Let's see. Who did Darth Vader promise to compensate if Han Solo died during carbon freeze? That would be my son, Boba. That's right! Yeah! What does he get, Kimmy? He gets a t-shirt from the Requiem of the Outcast. Awesome. Requiem of the Outcast is a... Internet radio show all about Star Wars. No kidding. And you will be on the October 1st episode for answering that very difficult question. <laughs> and look, looks like we've got another Star Wars fan right here. Yes. Watch me oh, another blow question? It. Another question. <laughs> another okay. question. Now, if I get it wrong, you're not putting on that, right? No, we are. Oh, great. Make mine simple then. Where did, Where did uh, Obi Wan tell Luke to find Yoda? Oh, uh, <laughs> Yes, get him on and you also get a t-shirt from, you know, Requiem of the Outcast, Star Wars Internet Radio Show. So, um, thank you very much no for answering that question. And, Spooner, okay, we might have a question for you. Go for it. Have to think about it. Do we want to ask this dude a question? If you want to, sure. Okay. All right. My turn, my turn. We've been asking all the last ones. Okay, okay, okay. Who, according to Yoda... Must have the deepest commitment and the most serious mind. It's not Qui Gon, is it? <laughs> you? 
<laughs> okay, me being yeah, I, I seen am you a in the movie. I was Jenna. Jenna, I yeah! hey! He won, he won, he won. And what does he win, Cammy? He wins a t-shirt for right. the Outcast Radio Show. Star Wars Internet Radio yeah. downloadable October 1st right. episode. You'll be on it. All so right. wear your shirts here at the con. And when people ask you, I have no freaking idea. Oh, I'll and, uh, it. But if you go to the 501st table, business cards are there. That say yeah. where to go right, to you. find the show. Very good. And uh, we'll be doing this every day, giving Back people a t-shirt. Away, so. Thanks. So, um, hmm, you know, I don't want to ask for that anymore. What aliens pushed over Han Solo's carbonite block? Oh, I'm not. He said it first. He wins. What does he get, Cammy? He gets a Requiem the Outcast t-shirt. Requiem the Outcast Star Wars Internet Radio Show downloadable October 1st. You'll be on the episode, as will you not answering. But guess what? We're doing this every day, so you have another chance to win a shirt tomorrow if you want one. Thank you. I will. StarWarsSpoofs.com is a website with humorous animated cartoons spoofing the Star Wars universe. So drop on by StarWarsSpoofs.com, see Darth Maul take on Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn in a lightsaber duel on Naboo. Visit the beautiful and graceful clones on Kamino. And watch as an Ewok steals a speeder bike on Endor. www.starwarsspoofs.com The greatest spoofs in the galaxy. In the fight for peace in the galaxy, one young man is about to discover the most powerful weapon of all. Star Wars Doubts Cast. Starring Richard Brooks and Adam Bertacci. Hunted. Persecuted. Wrong. Blamed, misunderstood, and nearing extinction. Not the Jedi Order, the Dark Jedi. Sometimes, evil is justified. Star Wars Dreamscape, starring Matthew Gordon and Michael Haskell. He can control their thoughts. He can ignite their fears. He can provoke their anger. But the truth behind their final act will be far more disturbing. Star Wars The Mob. Starring Nathan Butler. Hidden from his superiors. Kept silent by his subordinates. A narcotic in a pilot's bloodstream. One more injection. What could it hurt? Star Wars Addiction. Starring Brian Bassetti. Smuggler. Scoundrel. Scum. Cal Sidarsis has been called worse. He's never questioned his lifestyle. Until now. Star Wars Responsibility. Starring Matthew Gordon. Brian Bassetti and Amy Farrell. Beyond the veil of sight. Carried on waves of sound. The power of true storytelling and the grandeur of Star Wars. The audio experience continues. Star Wars Anthology. A new short audio drama series from Raiders Edge Audio. Now available. Doubts Cast. Dreamscape. The Mob. Addiction and Responsibility. Written, directed, and mixed by Nathan Butler. And in the coming months, all new original Star Wars tales by Sean Cooley, Gary Mongar, Christopher Walker, Ian Bowie, and more. Mixed by rising talent Steve Fumart. There is more to a story than I can. There is more to the galaxy far, far away than you have discovered. But you will. Close your eyes. Open your mind. The audio experience continues at StarWarsFanWorks.com
Hi, this is Casey Brown. I'm uh, currently in production of uh, an audio drama called Hunted Relic. Hunted Relic is hopefully the first part of a duology of audio dramas. The first part is about um, a group of Jedi being sent to the Outer Rim by the remnants of the Jedi Council to protect the last holocron uh, the Jedi possess. Cortain, the main character, he has a very personal struggle in the story and will be have in the second part. He makes a lot of very bad decisions that cause him to lose friends, among other things. And the the story is more about the the personal struggle he goes through when dealing with these mistakes. Um, now I'm going to treat you to a little sample of the audio drama itself. This was just a test. I was trying to... Um, read it and make sure that it sounded good once it was performed and recorded. So this is me playing the parts of Necris and Jarek, the bounty hunter and bounty hunter apprentice who chased the group of Jedi to um, the Outer Rim planet and try and get the holocron from them. So here you go. Master, you called for me? Yes, Jarek. That fool Vader has bid us to complete another assignment. More Jedi? In a sense. Apparently he's becoming lazy in his old age. Oh well, more credits for us. Why do we take orders from that pompous no-good excuse for a Sith, Necros? It pays to be on the winning side. Credit, not the Force, is what makes this galaxy spin. In time, I do hope you will learn that. The Force is but a tool we have to use in the pursuit of credits. Yes, Master. Go prepare the ship. We must leave at once for the Outer Rim. Well, there you have it, the official sneak peek of Hunted Relic, only on Requiem of the Outcast. Please stop by www.thinicecomics.com slash bentconcepts for the next evolution in fan audio, the Bent Concepts Experience. Thank you for listening. Tales from the Boards. Dun, dun, dun. I love our music. Oh, lovely. <clears throat> this this was found in the I believe the literature boards. Uh, a gentleman by the name or a person by the name of Darth Ignit. <laughs> oh, <nice>. Question <laughs> that, shows it. That's too. just Ignit. Yeah. The the post is about are there any Amish people? Now he says I am curious about your people and wish for an exchange and in information in the hopes it will better both our cultures. Do any Amish people post on the board? <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Listen to some of the answers here. Oh my God. Somebody by the name of dash underscore dash underscore dash underscore dash underscore dash underscore dash. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. You are kidding. U- responded yes, and I'm using a computer. <laughs> Good answer. Well, I mean, because uh, honestly, there's that certain period of time when the Amish actually go out, the children... You know, God that is true. Live, they go on a TV lives. show. They go yeah, on a TV true. show, Amish in the City. 
They have a TV show called Amish in the City where they get the kids who are doing it. Guess what? It's on the WB. But it's only it's only for like a year. They do it for like a year or something. A year or two. And then they have the choice of coming back or staying out there. Right. Because there's actually a really good film out there about that. I can't remember what it's called right now, but I watched it. It's Witness? very fascinating. For richer or poor? <laughs> no. <laughs> for richer or for poor? <laughs> Wait, was it that bowling movie? That was a movie, too? Oh, Kingpin. Kingpin? <laughs> yeah. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And, and Woody Harrelson. Sadly and enough, and the mortality of the two Quaid brothers. Yes. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> All right, now, UK Celestian answers, yes, I am typing this on my corn-powered baggage machine in my car. Oh, look, here comes Harrison Ford. Nice, oh, nice Star Wars tie-in. Nice reference. Yeah. And then, of course, somebody doesn't take it seriously. Sicko, S-Y-K-O, posts, um, doesn't electricity scare the Amish so they don't use it? Oh, I actually have a great, a great Amish story. My friend who makes corsets um, and goes around to all the cons selling them, um, of course, I can't remember... I think the corsetshop.com or corset shop. I, or actually, I can't remember. I know he was in the promoters room, the one upstairs where with all the companies. Well, he gets all of his corsets done by the Amish, and he says he has never met a group of women that talk as much sex as the Amish do. Because he's in his office, it. but he could um, hear their conversations, and he's just stunned by what they... I mean, they go into full detail. You know why? Let me hey tell there, you also, No maybe. internet porn. Maybe. Yeah. Hey maybe. Most or women, Rebecca, when they get together, to talk recently? about sex. <laughs> I know, because... It's not just restricted yeah, to the okay. I, I You can't guys, for some reason, think that it involves women, women people, always talk all we talk about, about We always talk about sex. It's all we talk about. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. people that listen to this. They <laughs> <laughs> have, like, four women to listen to. Yeah. Well... Think um, of the ones that listen. Well, there's going to be one that's going to be listening. Well, t- uh, there's, there's another <laughs> one. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Amy. Hey. Hey, Deanna. Deanna. Hi. Deanna, Amy, how you doing? Good to, good to our, see you. Our female good contingents. To to yeah. Now, now, wait, wait. We've got even more posts after that. They get pretty funny. Okay, nice. Go um, ahead. Obviously, yeah. there's one. The um, Doesn't electricity scare the Amish so they don't use it? So that being the case, how could they have ever seen Star Wars? And like it enough to come onto a message board. Also, how could they get online not having electricity? So apparently somebody's actually taking them seriously. But a good follow-up, again, by Darth Ignit. Actually, the Amish do this thing called Rump Shaker. Since Rex is in effect. um, Where they leave for a while to see Mm -hmm. if they want to stay Amish. Also, they do use electricity. They just tell that to normal people to be freaky. <laughs> nice. That explains and and Shadow of Duron responds. That explains a lot. I always thought there was something fishy about those Amish types. And of course, uh, Ohm responds as only one could in this situation. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, <laughs> I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. Nice. And That's just perfect for an Amish like me. You see, I shunned fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm making cows. Oh, I feed the chicken to Jacob Plows, fool. Yeah. Nice. And now I've been plowing and working so long that even his hey, he head is gone. I'm a man. Now, now wait, wait. Okay, now, that's the devil ends. The Amish are really aliens sent to spy on us, and they're doing a good job, too, because no one suspects them, except me, crafty devils. <laughs> and, of course, t- uh, Mortimer Snurd. Tis Mortimer a fine Snurd? Barn. Yeah. Tis a fine barn, English, but sure tis no pool. <laughs> what? I don't know. I was hoping it was what? some literary reference. Well, you guys would know. Mortimer Snurd. He writes fanfic. Remember? Way back in the day when we first started doing the fanfic stuff, there back was a Mortimer Snurd. Tis a fine barn, yeah. English, but sure tis no pool. I don't... 
I don't know. I I'm, a, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting that. You know, it's not Blazing Saddles, so it's not worth quoting. <laughs> That's surely not for classic, uh, you know, just completely cultured people like us. <laughs> so, that was the Tales from the Board. Rather, some interesting... Uh, I'm going to take that with me. I'm going to actually throw it into the search engine yeah, no and see if it comes up anything. Yeah. And now? Because I'm... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, not right now. I don't have... No, not now. No, we're going to do fanfic. Oh, fanfic. Dun-da-dun. All right, it's time for the fanfic. No, I was actually going to oh, okay. put that line oh, in the yeah, computer. Okay. I'm curious. Oh, oh is there anybody uh, laying in the bed? No, my of favorite author. Is. My favorite author. She is to fanfic what Nathan is to audio. All over the place. Here we go. Oh. Here we go. Fanfic. First off, my favorite... Line of Duty by Leanna Berry. <laughs> that's your name. Leanna Berry. That, that's, that's the handle that she actually posted. Awesome. Dear Irritating, Dear Irritated, by the writing team of Oboana and Gabri Jade. Uh, frequent contributors. <laughs> the Underworld Chronicles, The Law and the Crucible, by <laughs> Zivik Transient Mentor, by Jedi Keladry. Nice. Did I kill a dry? That sounds like something. That, that sounds like kind of a, a, a rash ointment. It does. Uh, it sounds <laughs> sound like a Hawthorne novel or something or play. You know, uh, wait, wait. I, I, I don't see any good. I don't see any good. Like normally. Oh, here's one. Here's one. This is a romance there novel. There, there is there. the loud exhale. Nice. That was close, right? Into the Death Star. Oh my God! <laughs> Rich, I should go get. Uh... Oh, that's right. You've got to do the sound. The sound effects. Here we go. The loud exhale. Uh... <laughs> 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 Bye. I want everyone to know that is Davey, not me. <laughs> that is Davey Beauchamp, and that is how we the guy can get into cars with only a, a couple. Okay. We are not revisiting the third. And episode. by the way, that that, that was by uh, Diane Kovalson. <laughs> Kovalson. Okay. The pen is mightier than the Sith. By J Man 06405. Damn it, Trebek, just tell me, does it work? Trebek. Oh, God. I'll take the penis mightier for 200. I got a picture also of the Trebek and the Sean Connery from Oh, yes, I've got this. Okay, what about this? Oh, awesome. Let's see, we got The Breaking Point by Jedi of Nth. The Breaking Point is like the sequel to Point Break. Oh, get it. <laughs> Keanu get it. Yeah, I get that though, right? Like, Jedi of Nth. Jedi of Nth. Seven of nine, Jedi of Nth to the Nth power. Uh, really? That's, that's, that's stretching. That is. That was, that was that's bad. That's bad. Stretch, man. I mean, it's late, but that was... Beating the <laughs> force. That is... I didn't get that, man. That, that, that is, may be what they're going for, but that's... That is what they're going yeah. for. Beating Jedi of the Nth. horse. Yeah. I guess Mother's Basement, a resident uh, 429, had been already taken. Yeah. Renewal by Zara. <laughs> <laughs> Almost sounds orgasmic. Uh, it's, it's Zara. Actually, I think it sounds more oh, from the... Uh, <laughs> no, no, more, more from the back of the throat. Oh. I love this no, name. No, no, no. Ooh, as in peril. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is another, this is, this is another uh, romance novel one. A Trophy. Nothing more. <laughs> and that's what that's my that's one of my other favorites, Solo Jones. <laughs> nice. 
Nice. That's like a ladies' man character. That's actually the story of Boss cutting, hunting uh, the Wookies. That, that's what he's talking about, the, the Wookiee trophies. Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh, I thought that was like uh, Billy uh, Williams. The big hairy one. Yeah. Lando's buddy. Yeah, yeah big hairy Solo Wookiee Jones. trophies. All right. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a Jedi, and then there's Jedi No Longer by Erela and Lost Saint by Bimo. 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 So, see, it really wasn't all that many. There were just a couple gems in there. Yeah, but, not yeah. many. Laying a berry is always good for a laugh. That's true. And you got to actually read these things one day. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 We don't. No. No. Hey, no. Oh, and we're yeah, gonna continue. I won't, to, I won't even tell you my theory about fanfics. And we're gonna continue to do this until we find somebody who will actually review fanfic. Yeah, I'll review them for you. No, I, I think don't know. We've I'm, I'm uh, offended our entire fanfic uh, reading and writing. Uh, no, actually, I can do that. Most fanfic readers are too. fanfic writers. Personally, I just want to know if the penis mightier works. <laughs> <laughs> penis mightier than the shit. <laughs> One second, I'll sure, see my Fanfic is for people that cannot think of anything, they can't think of any of their own ideas, so they have to take somebody else's and butcher it. That's my feeling behind fanfic, but Isn't you know. pretty much fan films, fan audio? No, no, there's, no, there's some good, no, there's some good fan films. I mean, there really are. But I mean, there's some just, I mean, it seems like fanfic, it's like anybody thinks they could do it, and it's, it's, it's bad. I mean, now of course, I hope someday somebody writes fanfic of myself. As long as they don't make my characters gay, because that's the biggest problem. Oh, now, the, wait, wait, that's Oh, yeah, slash. the Slash fic. That's, that's, oh, that's not TFN, no. though. That wouldn't be on Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, fanfic in general, what, what I've heard of and yeah. what I've read is bad. Do you have something against gay people? Huh? No, actually, I have Dave, a large... If we don't accept that, we are a very, very, very hey, accepting, tolerant community. I have a large contingency of gay fans out of Mobile, Alabama. But you didn't count the Royal Army of gay people from Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> 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 they all drive pickup trucks with... That are pink. With, rain, with rainbow-colored Confederate flags. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just a blue stripe, it's a rainbow. I love alienating more people. <laughs> yeah, especially these are the same guys that are going to supposed to get you guys as guests at Moby. Yeah, I know. Okay, we're sorry. We're gay for gays. Well, he's going to cut that anyway, so it doesn't make yeah. a difference. Yeah. All right, now to round out the episode, we have the upcoming releases. All this information can be found at StarWarsFanWorks.com. I really don't know why I read it. I just do it to fill time. We've got Nothing Changes Part 4 coming out in October. Then why is Same it Part 4? Because there's... <laughs> you know what? They, they, made a, they made a sequel to The NeverEnding Story, so okay. Hey, is that by, is that by uh, Nathan Butler? No, The NeverEnding Story is by... <laughs> nice! No, this, this nice. is the one that was originally titled Prelude to Hope. Uh, so that is by Nathan Butler. Michael yes. End wrote the Neverending Story. Okay, thank you. Not Nathan Butler. He wrote the whole one. <laughs> well, it's not audio. Neverending Hope. The the the, the Neverending Story Prelude is not two. audio, so, so we know it's not Nathan Butler. Chrono Radio. Is that Nathan Butler? <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, seventeen Again? is coming out in October. Dysfunction Junction. Is Nathan Butler? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there so, anything on that list Nathan Butler did not do? Yeah, as a matter of fact, Trek Wars: The Furry Conflict. Part episode two. As in furry, as in furries, well, as in like wait, a wait, fur wait. pile. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I saw that episode of CSI. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a great episode. Yeah, it was because I never realized furries were like that until I saw the episode of wait, CSI, wait. There. and I was scared. I thought Trucky scared me. No, yeah. Trucky's have 
two, nothing on furries. There are two I classifications know. of furries. You've got furries and you've got furries. Now, one <laughs> one group, exactly, I know, there's no designation yeah, in their names. The one group of furries just happens to dig the whole animalistic thing. And then the other group likes to have sex with people that are dressed like animals. Yuck! Yuck. So, exactly. Yeah. But this is more the, we're taking traditional characters and we're just making them animals that fit their particular character types and stuff like that. Okay. I think it's all silly, but hey. Alright, so after the furry, what's the next After one? the furries, the Nothing Changes Part 5 uh, in November. Nathan Butler. Yes. Hunted Relic is Nathan coming Butler. out in November. Nathan but, you know, uh, it's also going to be. Which is more important. Yeah, but it's still got some butlerism. All right. Um, of course, yeah. Chrono Radio uh, 17.5, Losing the Big V. Nathan, Nathan Butler. Which is all, actually, which is all about losing the big virginity. We're happy he finally got some. Thanks, Deanna. Actually, it's about Deanna losing her Star Wars virginity. She'd never seen the movies before. Yeah. And she'll watch them. And, oh. of course, Nathan finds a way to make an episode out yeah, of it. Uh, yeah, well, I know why. Do do we want to spo- spoil? Uh, give him a hint. Sure. Guess what her favorite one was, and it was not Empire Strikes Back. I'll leave it at that. You and your double entendres. Uh, Chrono Radio Special Edition Number Two. Apparently, we're causing a whole trend with special editions. The making of a tale, which is talking about his entire concept of or the uh, the the line. Nathan Butler. Of, Nathan Butler. Yeah. Nathan you Butler. know what? It's just Nathan Butler. I have a question. Uh, I mean, we've only heard one that was not Nathan Butler. Well, two. Well, no, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, here's one: Star Wars and Beyond, Episode Two, which actually has me on it. Who's uh, that? Coming out in November. Who's is that? That's Robbie's. Robbie's. There you go. The Robbie Chastain. That's right. Now, hopefully, that won't be the episode now, that's, that features that's, the Nathan that's, Butler that interview. Is, that is. That is. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars and wrestling, right? Well, no, it's Star Wars and Beyond. Star Wars and many other things. I do the wrestling like segment, but it could be. I could actually do a segment could be on Buffy. Buffy. It could be but Buffy. I, it's, it's explained in the show. Just go check out like Star Buffy Wars. Robbie's a good guy. Robbie. Robbie is a good guy, and Star Wars and Beyond is a really good show. Yeah. That's it's, good. it's a solid product right now. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Of course, another Nothing Changes. Uh, the next part, six, which Nathan is Butler. December. Nathan Butler. Nathan Butler. Chrono Radio, DVD Nathan versus Butler. DOA. Yeah. NB. Uh, and up, Mo. What, yeah. up, Star Wars and Beyond Interview Edition number one featuring me. Nice. He had to make nice. it an interview edition because our interview actually ended up being about an 110 minutes. Nice. <laughs> so he's splitting it. See, our interview was very short. We're short and sweet. That's right. See, I rambled I were, on a lot. Janine and I were like 20 minutes, maybe. But the interview, it actually turned out really well. Um, it we covered a lot of different things and a lot of it was it's a, mainly a comedic. Uh, interview. Oh, well, that's good. And uh, that's yeah, it talks good. a little bit about me, but it's mainly me, Craig. Um, do okay. you talk about Nathan Butler at all? Uh, oh, God, I hope I not. I bet you do. I yeah, bet you, know, you do. He asked me how I created the show, oh. so I probably had to mention Nathan. Yeah, Nathan Butler. Yeah, exactly. And then start, and then that comes out December first, and then December fifteenth is the other half of the, uh, the interview, which is the Star Wars and Beyond episode two point five, which probably has. No, that won't have much Nathan on me because it, it, it's it's uh, not me, much so. Nathan. It might but be it a little bit of some Nathan. Nathan. It, it might. I don't know. And of course, finally, we need to we need to no. get a Nathan meter on all of these things. Yeah, too. we should. We, how much Nathan is it? How it's, much it's Nathan? Seventy five percent Nathan. It's about two thirds yeah. Nathan. It's yeah, it's, it's, has it got like five percent Nathan? It's a yeah. low Nathan rating. Well, it's got not so much rat in it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, finally, equals and opposites comic signing. 
Which, of course, Nathan Nathan Butler. Late December in Evansville, Indiana. You'll see him with his cardboard box and photocopies of the comic. But he only lives in the cardboard box because he can't afford to... uh, Right. Just really try to be careful around the box. Don't kick it. Don't dent it at all. It kind of brings down the property value. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that's our episode. Were we going to talk about Dragon Con at all? No, we we did. Well, we weren't going to really talk about it. I was just going to throw it in there. So. You want to talk about Dragon Con? Dave, you talk about Dragon Con. Dave, how was your experience at Dragon Con? And also, Dave, Yeah. Uh, oh. what was your experience on Dragon Con? Go ahead, Dave. Okay. okay. Down, um, I got to say, you know, this was probably my first, you know, con is, or my first con, huge con is being a guest. And I got to say, they kicked ass. They treated me very, very well. They kept, kept me very, very drunk. <clears throat> And, you know, I just had a good time. And I got to say, got to give props to Amy for babysitting me for four days uh, every night. Um, and it, it was rocking, you know. Amy, thanks for, you know, taking care of me. Yeah, of course, um, it was Amy Farrell of yes. uh, Second Strike and many other yes. fan audios. Which, of course, you had to invoke. Nathan Butler's name. No, I didn't. I didn't. You I did. Didn't, I you didn't invoke the yourself, name. But, no, no, um, no, no, no. I was not meant in pr- promoting him, but, but promoting I got to say, you know, the entire Dragon Con staff was awesome. I mean, you know, even though I was really a nobody there compared to so, some of the people, especially like Carlin Ellison, Warren Ellis, and stuff like that, Anne McCaffrey, you know, they, you know, they treated me like I was one of them. I mean, there was they never put their nose down towards me or anything. Because I've, I have had that experience before at other cons where, because I wasn't one of their big-name guests, they treated me like crap, but Dragon, you know, was first-rate all the way. I mean, they treated me better than I, than I could have expected, you know. They never once turned their nose down at me, and, you know, the fans were great. I mean, they put up with me because I became everybody's best friend after I got trashed. Um, I made out with this really cute guy that was wearing a kilt. Yeah, that guy <laughs> yeah, was pretty hot. Yeah, I had to kick his yeah. ass afterwards for that one. That guy was And I enjoyed it a hard. lot. Uh, but you the know, ass kicking or the making out? Both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I gotta say, I, I look forward to next year. Um, and yeah, it was you know it was a hell of a time. All right, Dave. What about you, Dave? <clears throat> yeah, it was a fantastic time. Been to DragonCon a couple times now, and I thought by far that was the best. I got to mingle with a lot of people that I didn't get to meet normally. Um, other garrisons, other other fan groups, other costuming groups, and. Uh, just a big attendance, and I thought it was a little less strict than last time. I didn't feel that security was beaten down on us like they did that one time. Of course, we didn't have the fire marshals break us up on Sunday night again, yeah. so that made a big difference. That always makes a difference. But, <coughs> but other than that, yeah, fantastic. Oh, the dude who played Chewbacca, his hands, monstrous. I never realized how big that guy's hands were and how big this guy was until I was standing next to him. Talking to some of my friends. Yeah, that dude's name is Peter Mayhew. Yes. See, I'm not really good with names, and I don't like to butcher them unless I can actually pronounce them correctly. Because but I mean, Peter's his... tough. Yeah. Yeah, Peter's. Well, I always forget his name. syllables. Because I mean, uh, Peter. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, I'm, I'm a it's Peter. The that gets well, I said I'm a Peter Jurassic Dur- Dur- <laughs> Lando. So I mean, that's only Peter that's worth you know mentioning. Oh. Um, oh. But I mean, this guy's hands. There goes, there goes our major Peter contingent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. We've alienated yeah. the Peters. I, I have to help. Have to help. The Chinas and the Peters. <laughs> I really liked. I really liked. Uh, I really like Dragon Con, but I gotta say it still doesn't beat our uh, our home con. Con, con Carolinas. Carolinas. Well, okay. I have to say, Con Carolinas started off shaky, but you know, turned out to be one hell of a con with long-lasting repercussions. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yep. very long-lasting repercussions. Definitely good oh, con. Yeah. Good con. Yeah. Good yeah. Con. 
Hey guys, here's a quick editor's note. <laughs> we forgot to record an ending. We recorded two episodes in one night, and this was the last thing to record, and we just forgot to end it. I think it was around 2 a.m., so that's, that's at least a reason. But to make up for it, here's a bit that Ron, myself, and the infamous Earl Newton of Southern Ronin did completely impromptu. Hope you enjoy it. Well, yes, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting edition of The Ladies' Men. Now, you know, often in my life I have been told, uh, as a matter of fact, just the other night, my, my friend Wanda was over at the house, and as we were drinking a bottle of Cavassier, Wanda said to me, you know, ladies' man, you are one of the most romantic and knowledgeable men about love life that I know, and you should really give advice. I said to Wanda, you are correct, and, and I know just the man to host this show with me, and that, that is my fellow ladies' man, Lando Calrissian. Yes, that's right. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here on the show, ladies' man. Uh, Leon, you know, I've been a big fan of the ladies for so long. It's just uh, that information just comes naturally. Well, yes. Okay, Lando. Now, we are here to, to provide advice to the, to the general public because we realize that all of you men out there are not natural ladies' men, such as Lando and myself. That's true. That, yes, yes. It is a very difficult thing, but with our help, we feel that we can get you all to where you need to be. So, we are here to talk to the callers. We have some callers on the line. Who, who have we got on the line there? Well, our, uh, our first caller is Watto, and he's having trouble attracting women. Well, yes. Hello, Watto. How are you doing today? Oh, yes. I am very fine. Thank you so much. Well, good. Now, now, what seems to be your problem with the ladies, Watto? I cannot seem to finding how to attract the ladies so very much there, Mr. Ladies' Man. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you look like? Well, I am very, very sexy man. I am probably about two and a half feet tall. And also, I am having very lovely wings. They're very large wings. And you know what they say about a blue short thing with wings? I'd sure like to know what that is. Uh, a very good roach spray will take care of it. But... Yes. Now, 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 Watto, I... About these wings. Now... Everyone knows that, that ladies are not too attracted to the wings. Uh, the wings to a lady uh, imply a little bit less than masculine sensitivity. Almost like he's uh, compensating for something. Yes, yes. Now, now Wada, what, what, what do you look like uh, facially? What does your face look like? Facially, very, very manly. I have a uh, growth of beard, very thick. Also, missing some teeth. Yeah, very sexy, missing teeth, yes. Yes, now, Wado, describe to us a, a, a situation in which you would have the problems with the ladies. I will give you an example. For example, I, uh, am, I own several slaves, yes. Uh, and I have the slaves at my shop where I spend. I own my own business, which I've heard is very, very sexy to the ladies, yes. But, so I own my own shop, and I have very many slaves there, and I try to tell them, you need to come out with me, we have a drink, we hang out, we do a little happy, happy. But they always seem so reticent, I don't understand. Well, <laughs> well, you see... The I think your first problem is, is that you're treating the ladies like they're slaves. I mean, no, they, they are slaves. I, I, I own them. Well, well now, now, Watto, are you, 
You are saying that, that you physically and bodily own these women. Okay, no, yes, I, I own them. No, I own them. Physically, yes, I, I, yes, I bought them, yes. Now, is this a problem? Well, yes, that is a problem for me. Yes, I mean, slavery is just a horrible thing. You know what? You know, I don't even want to talk to this joker anymore. Cut the call off. Ugh. No, no, wait, I just, I, 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 I click. That last caller did indeed have some problems, but, you know, I have often said that it's okay to be a slave to love. Well, to love only, but, uh, when you own somebody, it's just not right. Uh, I see that the light's flashing. Do we have another caller? Yes, we are ready to take the next caller. And, and who is our next caller? Well, fellas, our next caller is young Obi-Wan, and he's lost the only one he's ever loved. Why, yes, that is a, that is a terrible thing. Uh, young Obi-Wan, what is it that we can do for you today? Oh, hello, hello, all of you. Um, that's uh, the, the, uh, the, the man who, uh, who run, runs your show. Um, he did not exactly get my problem um, exactly right. Um, I, I'm, I'm having some issues with um, <clears throat> my uh, uh, light, lightsaber. Yeah, your your lightsaber, young Obi Wan. Now, are you speaking of your weapon? Uh, I, you could say that, yes. Obi Wan, are, are you trying to tell us that you cannot get it up? It, it. I used to be able to. It was very easy. Sometimes seven or eight times a day would be very simple for me. But now it seems like it just doesn't want to respond to the normal. Um, pushing and, and, and thrusting. Well, I know that problem exists. Uh, a lot of people get it, I've heard. Um, really, is it anything that you're possibly thinking about? Uh... Well, I, I, I was recently in a very um, heated exchange between some very Im uh, important people in my life, and I, I, I do think of that very frequently, yes. Yes. Now, were you uh, were you a direct participant in this heated exchange or just a uh, voyeur? Well, well, in the beginning, uh, I was just watching, but things started to really heat up, so I, I couldn't uh, stay out of it for too long. So, of course, I, I did join in. Well, yes, I, I too have been in that position where I was watching, and things became so heated that I could not contain myself any longer. But, sometimes things just get too hot. You got to get in there. Yes, but but my 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 response was not the one that you seem to be having. So I am so, kind of at a loss here. Well, right, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but there was sort of um, there was another man involved. There was you know the person I came in with, and then there was also another man, and it was very uncomfortable. Um, he was. Very well equipped, let's say. Well equipped. Ah, now that's a problem I can handle, ladies, man. Now, uh, what exactly was he uh, equipped with? I know that oftentimes, uh, sometimes the size, the style can often frighten people. It, it was very frightening, actually. Um, it was quite large, and he handled it very well. He was it moved like a dancer. It was unbelievable. Um, and I don't know how to say this. Uh, it comes out both ends. Both ends, good lord, the boy's a freak. Wait, wait, Lando. Now, now, young Obi-Wan, 
This did not occur last Thursday at uh, 6 p.m., did it? No, what are you thinking of? Okay, okay, never mind. Well, actually, we, maybe we need a bit of better description. Can you tell us what color it was, anything at all? Was, was there any discoloration? It was actually quite red, I recall. Very large and buzzing, actually. It was it, battery-operated, I want to say, yes. So you're telling us this man had a two-headed thing that was uh, that it was equipped and buzzing, huh? Well, I mean, how else could he have run it? It was so incredibly potent and powerful. I mean, not that I'm into that sort of thing, but it was very impressive, very impressive. Well, I can understand your fears. Now, what happened after this? Uh, did uh, you and your lady perhaps uh, have some trouble after this unfortunate incident? Well, not exactly. He, um... He he took his um his lightsaber and he uh stuck it in my master. Wait, wait. In your master, wait a second. Wait. Now now Obi Wan, are you trying to tell us here that 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 all of the participants in this situation were were men? Well, well, of course, yes. I mean, you wouldn't let a woman do it, would you? I mean, oh, I'm sorry, we just, oh, I'm we sorry, just, we just got time. disconnected. I oh. don't know. I can't imagine what really happened there. Oh, poor young Obi-Wan. Yes, we, we, the ladies' men do not handle that t particular type of problem. Yes, and unfortunately, neither does the phone company. Uh, <laughs> that's the only way we can explain how we got disconnected. Uh, what's, what's the next caller there? Yes, next caller, uh, we are prepared to take your call. Who, who have we got coming up here? Yes, we uh we have Han Solo, and he's trying to get out of a serious relationship. Hello, Mr. Solo. Uh, how are you doing today? <laughs> hey, guys, I'm doing just fine. How are you doing? Yes, Mr. Solo, we are doing very well. Now, apparently you are having some problems getting away from, from a significant relationship. Yeah, uh, it's it's been pretty bad lately. I mean, oh God, we've been together for... God, it's got to be like 20 years now. It's really intense. And uh, it was great and everything, but, you know, in the beginning it was fine, but I've kind of met somebody else, and I just feel like, you know, she wants to do more for me. I mean, I just, I feel like it's time to move on, and I don't know how to tell it to my uh, my significant other, I guess you could say. Now, how serious is this relationship? Are you guys married by any chance? Not married, actually. Not married. I don't think that's supported uh, yet, uh, just because of the sort of xenophobic things. But, you know, we never really felt it anyway. It was much more of a fly-by-night. Yeah. This significant other, how how is it uh, that they feel about the relationship? Well, honestly, I couldn't tell you. I haven't been understood a damn word he's been saying for... 20 years now. I just, I mean, it's mostly barking and growling, you know, which is great in the midst of, you know, whatever. But, you know, when you're out in a restaurant, it's kind of hard to explain, you know, this is my seeing eye dog. It's a little, it's a little tricky, to be honest with you. It's, it's starting to get a little intense. I mean, you know, before in the beginning, you know, there was lots of shaving going on, so it wasn't so bad. I just used to explain to people that, you know, I'm with a very tall Manx cat. But nowadays, I mean, he's just so furry. He's not taking care of himself. I mean, he's... Let's face it, guy. He's over 200 years old. It's, he's getting in his years. It's time to change up. I mean, I don't mean to sound insensitive, but, you know. Wait a second. You mentioned it's a he? And he's kind of hairy? Yeah. Um, again, I'm not sure if we can help you here, caller. Now, come on. Don't tell me you guys don't know anything about big, hairy lovers. Come on. I've heard well, your show. Well, there was once this girl. 
But, but she was a girl. Well, you know, I mean, he's really good at role-playing, so whatever works, you know, I'm, I'm fine with, you know. Yes, Carla, um, now, about this, uh, this individual that you want to leave this relationship for. Yeah. What, uh, what, what is, what is this individual like? Oh, she's great. I mean, she, I mean, she's got this weird kind of thing. She likes to wear pastries on her head. That's a little weird. It's, it's really, uh, it's a good thing. Uh, I met her, uh, in, actually in my line of work, so that was really great. Uh, she's got a lot of money, so, I mean, I'm not against a sugar mama, right? Uh, I feel you there, player. I, I think you guys feel me there. Yeah. Um, uh, she's she's really great. Sexy woman. Sexy. Just sexy. She handles a gun like... God. Anyway. Um, I'm starting to fantasize here. Uh, no. The, 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 there's some weirdness going on. She's got some familial things going on. That's, that's, that's a little weird, but I think we can clear that up. That's not a problem. You know, some shock therapy. What, should kind, be all right. what kind of familial problems are you talking about? Do, do, now, do they involve do they involve a sister or a mother? I, I wish they did. Now, um, now she's got this thing for, you know, I mean, I, I haven't been wanting to spread this around. You guys aren't putting this on the air right now, are you? No, you can all edit this out, right? Okay, great, because, I mean, if this gets out, I'm in really deep hoodoo. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, the, the basic problem is, is uh, she's, she's sort of uh, uh, got a thing for her brother. And that's kind of weird. She doesn't actually know it's her brother, but I did some research. I mean, you know, genetic testing nowadays is, is really great. And uh, I'm, I don't know what I should do. Should I take her on the Mari Povich show, or? So now, what you're saying, she's got a thing for the brothers? Like, yeah, that's. that's she's got, yeah, no, like not that. for the brothers. No, I mean, otherwise, no. She's she's not with that. It's it's for her brother, not brother brother. Ooh. Oh man, uh, Kala, you got a yes, messed up situation Kala. there. I think that is very disturbing. I think we should we should. She's from the southern part of the galaxy. Now, now, I like like any ladies' man am am always for a little mother daughter or sister sister action. But when a sister and a brother are together, that is just wrong. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. In, in her in her next of the galaxy, they have a saying, you know, sister and a brother dive under the covers. You know, I mean, that's. Yes. That's, that's how they do it in that part, but it's kind of freaking me out. Yeah, I, I believe I know uh, the, the section of the galaxy that you were referring to. They have another popular saying there, which is, if she ain't good enough for her family, she ain't good enough for us. Well, I just want to say that it sounds like you're you guys are trying to get out of that situation, trying to get together, uh, you with your large, hairy friend and... And her with her he's brother. a monkey. I'm just gonna. He's a monkey. He's straight up a monkey. And, and her with her brother. I, I think it's best that you two belong with each other. A lot of, lot of dysfunction there. Oh damn it! No, no, not now. I'm, I'm sore. Come on. Oh come. No, no, don't, no, don't put that on. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, you, you near that or something? God. Oh. You know I can't resist you guys. I gotta go. God, that's no. You know you no. You're the bad boy. You're the bad. You couldn't get over here. All right, uh, next caller, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, fellas, this is Jar Jar Binks, and he's having trouble keeping the women off of him. Also a problem we both have. Yes, that is definitely a problem for the ladies' men. Cola. Hello, Daddy. Yes, Cola. 
Yes, Missus having a question about how to get rid of the lady women. Yes. Now this is a problem that both Lando and I have had on a regular basis. Yes, that's true. Yes, yes, and we have discussed this many times. Lando, what is your normal method for for getting rid of ladies who will not leave you alone? Well, first of all, depends on how they look. If they look good, I like to like to put them in a line, single file. That's just me. Now, if they kind of is that to hide their numbers? Oh uh, <laughs> yes, just like the sand people. Not too hot there. I mean, you'd figure they'd have a lot more beaches. You'd see a lot more bathing suits, but <laughs> there's no water on Tatooine. Yes, I I have often found that though they may be annoying in the long run, in the short run it is better to keep yourself a stable of ladies that can take care of your every need. Exactly. Now, it is a delicate balancing act. And what I like to do is I like to alternate days. Now, I have a Tuesday and a Wednesday and a Thursday and a Friday and a Saturday and a Sunday. So, I take it Mondays for resting. Monday. Monday I have five. <laughs> Got to start the week off right. I dig you. <laughs> what I like to do though is I like to I like to assign a lady to each day. And I tell the ladies that I am a traveling salesman. Therefore, they all know that they will see me only on that day. Now, Mr. Jaja Binks, what exactly is it your problem with the ladies? How many? How is it that uh, you are having a problem getting rid of them? Well, Miss are getting many failure all the time because uh, you so remember the scene in the film I was in? Yes, I, I, I the one where Misa is grabbing up the apples with Misa tongue. Ah, yes. Now I do recall Mr. Jaja Binks. Yes, yes. I too have that problem, Mr. Binks. That is that is a, a, a hard one to have. <laughs> Every single time there's a scene in the scene, they're calling me up. They're saying we need to get together. So, uh, that that was your real tongue. I thought that was a special effect. No, that's what really Misa. Uh, yes, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Uh, yes, uh, apparently we lost that call also. Uh, uh, Got to talk to the phone company or something today. Yes. Uh. We are going to have to take a commercial break. Uh, Got to pay them bills. Yes, we, we are very proud to be sponsored by uh, Cavassier and Colt 45. Personal favorite of mine. Yes, yes, the ladies love the Cavassier. And we'll be right back after these messages. It's late night with Lando and Leon, the ladies' men. All right, who's our next caller? Yeah, fellas, uh, this next caller, is, uh, he's in a relationship with an older man, and he is interested in a new person. Yes, uh, before we take this next call, I would just like to say that normally here on The Latest Man, we do not handle the man-to-man relationships. Yeah, well, let's face it, though, it's been a slow night, so we got to fill some time, you know? Yes, so, uh, caller, what seems to be your problem? Okay. Uh, Carla, this isn't a 900 number. You can't just uh, call up here and get your jellies that way. Yes, Carla, uh, we are going to need you to talk or to get off the line, please. Oh, I'm so sorry. I had you on helmet waiting. Yes. 
I, uh, I'm having a problem with a, an older man. I'm in a relationship with an older man. Excuse me, Kala, exactly how did you get into this relationship with this old man? Uh, how old were you? He found me as a young boy, actually, and it, that does kind of make the relationship a bit strained. Um, but uh, the, basically the situation is we've been in a relationship for a very long time. Uh, we're very close. You could say I'm his right-hand man. Okay, well, basically, um, I'm very nervous. I don't usually speak in front of people. I usually uh, just kill them. Um, basically, my situation is I've met a younger man, and I've got some psychological issues about that because at the same time, I don't want to break up in my relationship, but I feel these tender yearnings for my lost youth, and I want to express that on this young man in a very sadomasochistic kind of way. Yes, Carla, it seems to me that you are caught up in the classic loop here. You have developed this relationship with this older man, and he is very dominant. And very dominant. You, in turn, are, are seeking to ve develop a relationship of, the, of your own of that type. I would say that's sort of it. Well, you know, I, I just try to fill in when the Emperor's hand can't. Um, so, yes, I'm kind of hoping that uh, we could uh, get together, but I'm feeling some guilt issues because... There was this paternity test that got taken, and I don't know who has the results, and I don't know what the results are, and it's kind of a weird situation. Well, Carla, we just uh, we happen to have a strange package that came to our uh, to the studio here. Uh, what was your name by chance? Uh, my name is um, Bart Vader. Well, we happen to have something from a for a D Vader. That's my Christian name. Well, yes, Carla, let us open this envelope. Well, let's see, uh, let's see what the, let's see what the paper says. Well, I, I see here that the, the father... Uh, I'm kind of a little nervous, guys. Um, well, first of all, Mr. Vader, congratulations, they were twins. Oh, good God. Looks like it's a, it was a boy and a girl. A girl. Did they say who the girl was? A... It looks like a Leia Naberi. Oh, my God. And it looks like that the... Uh, actually, wait, wait, there's some surnames here. It looks like she was adopted by a, an Organa. And uh, of uh, Mr. B. Organa of Alderaan. Organa! All right. Shoot. And it looks like the other was a boy. Congratulations. Con continuing on the line. That's It so looks like the girl came out first, though. And it looks like the boy's name was a... Luck... L Luke... Skywalker. Oh, crap. Luke Skywalker and Leia Organa, congratulations. It seems that a Mr. D. Vader is your father. Yes, uh, so who is our next caller? Well, fellas, our last call of the evening is Mr. Sean Connery, and he will not tell me what his problem is. That's because I don't have a problem, you limey bastard. Yes, Mr. Connery, I say it is quite an honor to speak with you this evening. Been a big fan of your films. 
Well, I feel dirty as a swamp guinea. I'll probably have to scrub my ass after we finish this conversation. Well, I must. I do have to ask, uh, why exactly did you call in? Are you promoting a movie or something? Frankly, I'm disgusted with you. You've got a show called The Ladies' Men, and I'm not included. Well, Mr. Connor, it is true that you are one of the original Ladies' Men. That's true. Nobody can beat the best. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But we have seen your shows of recent, and we have found that you may not quite be the ladies' man you once were. Let me tell you something, Sonny Jim. You're not worthy to scratch the pimples off Catherine Zeta-Jones' ass. Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've, I've been a fan of many of your films, but Entrapment just doesn't seem to be your best. I swear to God, the girl said she was 21. When will you people stop hounding me? Uh, uh, no, Mr. Connery, I was, uh, we were talking about, uh... The movie, Mr. The, the movie, Entrapment. Oh. Yes, that was a lovely film. I enjoyed Catherine very much. She was a very excellent actress, and I wish her the best in the future. Yes, yes, Mr. Connery, now I have heard that, that you, there has been a movement to, to, to make you... I haven't had a good movement in over 30 years. No, Mr. Connery, what I was saying was that there has been... A group trying to to make you the king of your homeland. You've played everything from an Irishman to a to a, a British secret agent, a Spaniard. Hell, you even played a, a Greek king. Where exactly is your homeland? Well, actually, once I played a black midget, but that's another story. I spent a great deal of time on my knees. It made me understand what you gentlemen have to go through. I have great respect for you. You've, you've got a lot of hair. Anyway... Mr. Connery, I heard that you've, uh, you've been knighted. Uh, actually, that's not true. That's not true, but it was all over the papers that you were going to be knighted. I was going to be knighted, but they said I couldn't be because I said it was all right to punch women. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Connery. Now, what made you believe that it was okay to punch a woman? I don't like to punch women, but I'll tell you there's one woman I would like to punch. Yes, who is that, Mr. Connery? That'd be the woman that turned me down for knighthood, sonny. I'd like to box the Queen like a FedEx package carrier. Yes. Now, Mr. Connery, we, we are running out of time here, but before we go, we, we would like you to uh, give some advice to our listeners as the, one of the original ladies' men. You want some advice? I'll give you some advice. You take a strong Colt 45, and I'm not talking the drink, Shawnee Jim. And you might as well put yourselves out of your misery, because the day I was born, your chances were destroyed. Y yes, uh, thank you, Mr. Connery. It, it, it is tragic to see a man of that stature reach that point in his life. It's a shame to see a god among men be humbled and brought to his knees so easily by age. Much like yeah. Mr. Connery, that our time here is up, so... Uh, we just like to say we hope everybody has a good night. Uh, ladies, we're here for your pleasure. Men, well, I guess we're here for your advice. Yes, and please do not confuse those two. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, tartar side. That was Dave. I said nothing. <laughs>